0: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. In higher education, there's a certain set of metrics used to rate success at a university. But can we really measure Ivy League schools and regional universities by the same metrics? The students who attend Harvard and Yale are different from those who attend places that are really extraordinary, like Utah Valley University, University of Utah, and others. So how do we capture the real story of student success? Uh, Someone who gets that in a real way of not just how do we move people through the system, but how do we impact lives and set them up for lifelong learning, a love of learning and real lifelong success. We're really thrilled to have back on the program once again, Astrid Tuminez, president of Utah Valley University. Uh, President, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me again on your show.
0: Uh, You wrote such a powerful piece uh, talking about what we're missing uh, when we measure every school by just one metric. Explain that for us.
1: Yes, yeah, so completion is a is a very important metric in higher education. I do not want to denigrate that at all, but it is only one metric and it can miss the point. Completion uh, in general is measured uh, at the federal level by two numbers. One is uh, the graduation number, which refers to first-time, full-time, bachelor's degree-seeking students who enroll in the fall. Uh, The other metric is an eight-year outcomes measure that measures all types of student, whatever degree they're seeking and whenever they enrolled and whether or not they're a transfer student. Now, there are universities that are highly selective. So as you mentioned, in the case of a Harvard, Yale, Columbia, where they are accepting a very tiny percentage of already a very highly selective population applying to them and they charge 60 to 75 thousand dollars a year those institutions should have very high completion numbers uh, i would say 90 percent and up and then there are institutions like utah valley university whose main mission is to include and we're open admission we admit everybody 82 percent of our students work while going to school 38% are first-generation students or first in their families to pursue college. And a huge percentage also are qualified for Pell Grants, which means that they come from the lower rungs of the socioeconomic ladder. So it is is a much more complicated mandate. And when you use only that completion measure as, as the key metric, you might fail on other aspects by which you can measure student success. Uh,
0: so important. And so talk about some of those other things that we should be measuring or factoring in to get a little better view in terms of what really is happening in the impact.
1: Yeah, so you can measure impact in many other ways. One way to measure it is is of course to look at the return on investment. And if you look at Utah Valley University, we are we were ranked by Business Insider as third in the country, number three in the entire country for return on investment, measured as, as a ratio of your salary to the average cost of edu- of your education. Uh, you can also measure it in terms of impact at scale because we are very large. We have over forty three thousand in a enrollment uh, impact at scale the thousands of students we are educating and credentialing who join the workforce. If you look at Utah's four and five star jobs, you can see that UVU has uh, has overtaken practically all other universities in the system except for the University of Utah, and we are subsidized at a much lower rate per full-time equivalent student because we are a teaching university. So for four and five star jobs in 2021, we graduated nearly 5,000 students for these jobs. It's a 2,079 increase from 2017. Uh, finally, I will mentioned that in terms of our alumni the number is also staggering 78% of them stay in Utah. We are a public institution we use tax dollars to invest in our students and when 78% stay here that means they're uh, building their careers and families here, they are taxpayers they are voters, they are consumers they are our citizens so it's a real investment I think that pays off in the long term.
0: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up pound on the door boom 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 and there was the police once again you can binge all of the episodes of hope and darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts Oh, it does. And that's to me, that's such an important component is it's not just, uh, as I said at the beginning, it's not just churning people through the system. Uh, It's creating space for people to really thrive and learn and grow. And then, as you said, go into the community, stay in the community, build the community. And that uh, that makes a better future for all of us. Uh, President, you've been looking this at this and going through this. uh, What are some of the other things that we should be thinking about as as we think about the future of higher education?
1: I think the most important thing is that as a state, we continue to be committed to higher education. Uh, there have been studies on economic mobility and prosperity done by Professor Raj Chetty at Harvard. And he looked at massive uh, data, you know, from tens of millions of people and, and concludes that one of the single best instruments to le- really level the opportunity field is the opportunity to go to college. And I do call higher education a superpower for Utah. At 34.7%, we have one of the highest uh, bachelor's degree attainment rates in the nation. In fact, we're number 14 in the nation. And just a day or two ago, Lumina Foundation reported that the top three uh, states in, U- in the United United States that have improved their, their educational attainment to the highest degree. Number one was Washington, D.C. Number two was Massachusetts. And number three was Utah. <laughs> so we should celebrate higher ed. It explains why we have a wonderful, dynamic economy and an active citizenry, and then sustain our commitment to higher education. Uh,
0: so important. And, and we always talk about it in the context of higher education. We, we talk about how important it is to measure but we also have to keep in mind that what you measure matters. And if you're not measuring exactly. the right thing, you're not really getting the full story.
1: Correct. So, so, again, completion, I will repeat, is a very important measure. But it's one of several that completes the story of how education transforms the lives of real people in the thousands and the lives of their families.
0: Uh, I love that. Uh, President Astro Taminas, we always appreciate you making time in your very hectic, very busy schedule. Uh, We appreciate what you're measuring and the impact you're making down there at Utah Valley University, because it is not just uh, having students come in and go through. uh, You're putting back into our own communities, extraordinary individuals who then become part of the future and part of more solutions. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Boyd. It's my pleasure.
0: All right. Again, that's President Astrid Taminez. Uh, she does extraordinary work. Uh, she is a visionary thinker. She's looking at the right things. And I just want to repeat that. And whether it's higher education or anything out, anything else, measuring matters, but what you measure matters. And sometimes we get these measurements that may tell us the wrong story or maybe the answer to the wrong question. And I love how President Taminez always gets to the right question because that's how you get to the right results. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom of the hour news. When we come back, rumblings for presidential announcements from Nikki Haley. We'll talk to David Drucker from The Dispatch coming up next. Stick around on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio.